well, I feel a little bit better after uh, talking about you-know-who last week. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and today, can you believe we're almost to the end of Season 8 of South Park? Today, we're going to be talking about Cartman's Incredible Gift. That is the name of the episode this week. Um, It's a little interesting that we're going back, in a way, to sort of going back into the whole psychic uh, phenomenon, if if you think about it, because a couple seasons prior... Uh, there was an episode called The Biggest Douche in the Universe, and uh, we were talking about a certain individual who had these telekinetic powers, um, and it's where do we get back to this topic, and in a way, it's sort of a good weird. It, it's that kind of weird that comes once in a while. I guess would be the best way to put it. So, excuse me. I'm not going to hold you guys up because there's really nobody to talk about this week. Uh, No celebrities to make fun of. I think after going for Michael Jackson and Paris Hilton all in the same season, I think we're pretty good to go. So... Let's get into this week's episode, Cartman's Incredible Gift. This episode originally aired on December the 8th, 2004, was written and directed by Trey Parker. So our episode begins with the boys outside, and they're looking up, and they're like, this is really dumb, you should not be doing this. No, you, you, you really shouldn't do this. And we see Cartman is on top of a roof. And he has a helmet and he has cardboard wings. So Kyle comes over and he's, asked, or he's wondering what's going on. And after he's told what is going on, he looks up and he's like, Do it! Jump! So, Cartman then gives a speech, and part of it is where he compares himself to the Wright brothers, Orville and Redenbacher, and he does the jump, and when he does the jump, he does like a a 360 flip, like multiple times, from the top of the house to the ground, and all the boys look, and they're petrified of what has happened, and... Cartman ends up going to the hospital. So Cartman is put at the hospital. His mom sees him. And the doctor's like, well, your son is incredibly stupid. He jumped off the top of a house thinking he could fly. He's incredibly stupid. And he's in a coma. So he's in a coma. And we get this nice little segue, you know... There's a choir singing about the days turning into weeks and the weeks turning into months. And Carmen has grown a beard at this point. 
amazingly. And Cardman starts to wake up. And he's coming back. So Cartman wakes up. The doctor comes over. And he's amazed that Cartman has woken up after being in a coma for two days. And then we find out that the beard is not a beard. But instead is a face warmer. Rats. It would have been really cool if Cartman had grown a beard. So... Then, after recovering, the doctor tells Cartman's mom that the road to recovery should take two days. And then we get another segue, and Cartman is starting to become his old self. Because next to him, he has to share a room, and this patient has died. And Cartman start saying stuff like well the nurse should be here at about 12:30 with my lunch hey carmen here's your lunch and the and the uh, police chief sar- or not chief but sergeant yates is like wow did you see that and carmen smells the lunch and is like oh no it's not meatloaf again which it happens to be and this amazes sergeant yates so yates goes on and he thinks that this kid now has psychic ability so he says to Cartman we could use you to help solve a mystery because we've been going after this guy for the last three years and no one's been able to catch him so they take Cartman he's got a cane his head is wrapped up and they have they've done a tracing of the body and Carmen notices that the the person's left hand is missing because well the killer is known as the left-handed killer he cuts off well I shouldn't say he it could be a she too they cut off the left hand of each victim so Carmen starts using his uh, psychic powers in quotes And he sees some ice cream and sprinkles and double-stuffed Oreos. And he figures that the guy that did it is the owner of the ice cream shop. So they go to the owner's house, who's nothing more than a nice old man. And he gets beaten up. And he gets arrested, and they think that they have solved the case. And... They're like, Carmen, you've done a great thing. No no reward could be worth more than you saving the town. And Carmen's like, give me the money. So they give him $100. So the next day at school, uh, Carmen is like, nye, 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 nye. I have psychic powers. Nye, 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 nye. And Kyle doesn't really believe it because... The ice cream shop owner really wouldn't do such a thing like this. I mean, honestly, they wouldn't. So then Sergeant Yates and his partner come in and they're like, we've had another murder. We got a copycat. We have a copycat murderer. And they said that they'll pay him up front. So now we go to this next crime scene and it's a random person. 
and he's getting these visions. Okay, I see fried chicken, I see syrup, I see chocolate. Meanwhile, this guy who's wearing a trench coat and a green hat with blood covered all over him goes to the scene and Kyle is trying to get the officer's attention of, I think this guy is the killer, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, but they're not really paying him any attention. So, the person that ends up getting arrested from this is the owner of the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, I, I, I want to say, because when we get to season 9, folks, which is right around the corner, we're going to have an episode where we discover Cartman's love of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Which is good chicken, I'm not going to lie, it is good chicken. But it's so weird knowing that here we are in Season 8. Cartman has arrested the owner of the Kentucky Fried Chicken in South Park. And yet, Carmen is like the biggest KFC fan. Now, of course, he wouldn't turn his back not only on KFC or chickens, unlike Foghorn Leghorn. I'm sure you're confused at what I'm talking about. Well, I'm going to tell you what I mean. If you go onto YouTube, which you could do after I describe this or wait until the end of the episode, I want you to go to YouTube. I want you to type in KFC and Foghorn Leghorn. There are, and I kid you not, three KFC commercials from the 1980s where Foghorn Leghorn is helping promote KFC. Couldn't believe it when I first saw it. Foghorn Leghorn sold out his own people, his own chickens, to sell the Colonel's 11 original herbs and spices. <sighs> Can't really trust a chicken from the South. So anyway, um, now that because Carbon has been able to help in these yeah. crimes, other towns have used his psychic abilities to help. So Cartman goes through the money and he's like, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hand. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hand. And he gets interrupted because there's a group of people that come to see him. And it is a group of other psychics. And they tell him that he's not a real psychic. And the way that he should have been a real psychic is if he had gone to... If he had looked in the back of a comic book and paid $25 and would have gotten a psychic detective's degree, then he would have been a real psychic detective. Which is actually pretty funny if you think about it. So they end up having a psychic battle and the mom gets scared because, you know, Lord knows what's going to happen. Um, and now, you know, we have a class action lawsuit from these quote-unquote psychic detectives on Cartman. So now we have the this, it, this is getting very interesting. So after that, 
we get a shocking death. One we never see coming. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we lose a South Park character. We lose an icon of the early years of South Park. No, not Chef. Chef Chef's still with us. We lose the school bus driver, Mrs. Crabtree. Now, somebody on YouTube, somebody on YouTube put this brief uh, clip together of her death and what it means. So, let's go to the clip. Her name is Veronica Crabtree, bus driver for the elementary school. She was considered an ancillary character. One the fans wouldn't miss much. I have to find this new killer now! I owe it to that victim over there! I know she hadn't been in any recent episodes, but damn it, she deserved better than this! Come on, Murph, we gotta talk to Eric Cartman again. Oh, poor Mrs. Crabtree. This is how she goes. Well, I mean, to be honest, when's the last time she was on an episode of South Park? I mean, it's been a long, long time. So, um... R.I.P. to Mrs. Crabtree, I guess, would be the way to go. So during that scene, because part of it was clipped in that audio you just heard, but I wanted to play that. So during that scene, Kyle does blood sample and fingerprint testing to figure out who is doing all these murders. And Sergeant Yates is like, do you have psychic powers? No. I don't need your help. I need someone like Eric Cartman to help me. So this makes Kyle upset, but then he realizes, wait a minute, if I get psychic powers, maybe they'll listen to me. So, Kyle does the same thing that Cartman did. He goes to the top or the roof of a house, does the same speech, all the boys are there, he does the jump and stands like, all right, let's call an ambulance. So while that's going on, we have figured out who killed Mrs. Crabtree. The psychics that were suing Cartman, and one of them gets murdered after he tries to use his psychic powers. But as this is going on, Cartman is now the only psychic detective. The doorbell rings. Cartman thinks it's Kyle. So the door opens and oh my. It's not Kyle. It's the creepy guy with the trench coat and the green hat. So he abducts Cartman and has him trapped in his house. So now we have a situation on our hands. Cartman has been kidnapped. All these people have been put away falsely. The killer is still out. So now we go to the hospital and Kyle has woken up for being in a coma after 16 hours. How do you 
Knock on wood, I don't ever get in a coma. So now the police think that he has psychic powers. And he tells them who did it and the address. And the and Sergeant Yates is like, uh, what what R word should we be using here? Uh, restraint. Yeah, using restraint on this one. So as they're going to the house, the serial killer shows Cartman these picture reels of him all over the country, and Cartman is. He's being tortured. He's like, oh my god, this is so boring! So then, there's a knock at the door. It's the police officers. And the guy comes up and like, well, sorry to interrupt you, Mr. God. Sorry, Mr. God. Uh, we'd like to come in if you don't mind. So they go into the house. And they're taking a look around. And Sergeant Yates sees these pictures of girls with their eyes cut out. And he goes like, huh, you like cutting eyes out of pictures too. My son likes to do that. Okay, I'm not sure if I needed to know that. So then, Officer or Sergeant Yates sees the hands nailed on the wall. And it's like, he's got it. He's got. He's going to make the arrest. But then he realizes... Wait a minute. They're not left hands. They're right hands. So he can't be the person. So they leave. And then, as they're talking, Sergeant Yates has sort of an epiphany of like, I just didn't feel something right there. So we get this police video montage of... Sergeant Yates figuring out everything, trying to figure out what to do. It's a good montage. Um, and then they go back because now the serial killer has pretty much gone through every last reel. And he's about to kill Carmen. And Carmen finally confesses like, look, I'm sorry. I don't really have psychic powers. Okay? Please don't kill me. I didn't mean to take the fame away from you. When all of a sudden, here come the police officers and they shoot the serial killer. And then just to make sure, they shoot him again. And then they shoot him again to basically make sure that he doesn't get up. So we all go back to the hospital and Kyle is thanked for helping out and that he probably is a better psychic than Carmen is. And Kyle says, look, you're missing the entire point. The point is there's nothing psychic about this. There's an explanation for every story you've ever heard. And the officers just go on their way. So as they leave... The psychics, the, the group of psychics who were put in jail but were released, they have one final battle with Cartman. And they use their psychic powers. And Kyle just loses it. He yells. And because of this, the light bulbs in the hospital room go out. And the shelf over his over his bed collapses, 
And everyone looks at him and he's like, there's a logical explanation for this. And that concludes the episode, Cartman's Incredible Gift. Um, I, I have to say before I get into uh, what this episode is about, they do a very good job, I think, of making fun of psychic powers again here. Um, it might not be as good as the first one, The Biggest Douche in the Universe, but this is still a good episode. Um, so, where did the idea of this episode come from? Manitray, near catatonic from fatigue as they approach the end of the season, remember next to nothing about this episode. Well, I think that's pretty much it right there. Um... All in all, I think this is a very good episode again. Uh, this is proving why Season 8 is one of their best seasons ever. Um, I think you had a very good story here, and I like how Kyle has to be the one that's like, you know, psychic powers aren't really real, guys. They, they really aren't. You, you, you know, there's a, a, a reason for everything. Um, It's one of those episodes, in a way, where... It's not going to be a remembered all-time classic episode. Like, yes, we do have the death of the bus driver, but does anybody really remember the death of the bus driver? It's like so eh. But that's what makes it good, is because there's no moment where you're attached and then you hear that this bus driver's died and it's like, oh my god, the, the bus driver's dead, she's gone, we're never going to have her again. Um... But that's what makes it good, because it's like, this episode is, okay, we can do this, not make it a big deal, and we'd be done with the character, which they did. Overall, I'd say this is a good episode. I, I'd have to give this, I, I, I've got to give this an 8 out of 10. It's a good episode. It might actually be, in a weird way, one of the more forgettable 8 out of 10 episodes, if you could believe it. Uh, we do have some critical responses from this episode, believe it or not. Usually we don't get these, um, in the early years of South Park. Usually when Fro and I, we discuss the new episodes when they, you know, a couple days after they come out, we usually read the, the, uh, the quick comments. But here we have some. So, this episode, so this episode, sorry about that, this episode has no critic-derived score at the review aggregator website Metacritic, but it does hold a user rating of an 8.9 out of 10, denoting what the site calls universal acclaim. In its review of the Season 8 DVD, Quiggles of JoeBlow.com, yes, that is an actual thing, Quiggles of JoeBlow.com, expressed a positive opinion of the episode, in contrast to its perceived reception by others, stating that he or she, quote, laughed pretty much nonstop during it, and called the references to Red Dragon and the Dead Zone hilarious. Bill Gibrone of DVD Talk thought the episode kind of corny, stating that instead of being a blistering lampoon of the Dead Zone, 
it sort of falters looking for an overall purpose. Jesse Hicks, reviewing the episode for Pop Matters, called it a solid one, despite series co-creator Trey Parker's reference to this season as the year from hell due to the grueling work schedule created by producing both the season and the feature film Team America World Police. Finally, Jonathan Barkin of Bloody Disgusting singled out as the best line of the episode Sergeant Yates' observation, pardon me, two deets, I see you like cutting the eyes out of photos with women. My son is a big fan of that too. That is a pretty good line. I mean, that's... How funny can you be, honestly? Alright, now it's time to go to the best part of this recording and every recording that I really enjoy. Thoughts from IMDB. We have, as of this recording, 1,955 ratings. The average rating of this episode is an 8.6 out of 10. 540 people gave this a 10. 549 people gave it a 9. So this is really close for the second week in a row. 512 people gave it an 8. That is the rating that I am giving this. 29 people gave this a 1. In our demographics, over 1,400 males rated this episode as an 8.6, with the highest demographic being under 18 with an 8.9. Meanwhile, in the women or in the female demographic, the average rating is an 8.4. The best demographic is 45 and over, where their rating is an, or average rating is a 9.4. So, who, again, these 45 and older, it's amazing where they're you know all the support is coming from. We only have one review, and it is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, Cardman thinks he can fly, falls on the ground, and receives head trauma. After a few lucky guesses in the doctor's office, which turn out to be true, the police think he is a psychic. They ask him to solve these mysterious murders involving the victim's left hand being cut off. Cardman has visions of food, because he's a fat ass. I mean, come on. And the people who own the South Park candy store and KFC get arrested. Meanwhile, there is this other creepy man who claims to be the killer and Kyle knows this. However, the police will not listen to him because he is not psychic. Therefore, Kyle gets a head injury and pretends to be psychic as well. Also, there are another group of supposed psychics who dislike how Carmen got to be psychic without having to pay a $25 fee. This episode is funny and fairly disturbing as well good episode uh i don't know if it's fairly disturbing i mean it is a good episode but i don't think it's fairly disturbing but then again that's just me i i have a weird taste i guess uh that's gonna do it for this episode so let's wrap it up you can follow the show on twitter at sharks pond 97 and join our facebook group sharks pond a south park podcast you type that in the search bar on facebook and you're right there if you can't find it it's okay i always put the link in the description box well next week we reach the end of season eight and what other way do we end a season on south park then with a Christmas episode. And this might be the best 
Christmas episode of them all. Because next week, I am reviewing Woodland Critter Christmas. I can tell you right now, it's gonna get a very, very high score. I'm not even gonna I'm not I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's gonna get a very high score. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Until then, I'm Bill and Oh, wait a minute. I'm 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 visioning. Hold on. I I see people. They're gathering. They're, they're, they're Democrats, and they're debating again, and, and none of them makes sense. Let's stop them. Nah.